Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. I'd like to say hello to Donnie, who is 11, and Dean Dean, who is 5, from Cuyo, a municipality of Pulawan, province in the Philippines. Hello to Willow Grace and McKinley Joy from Minnesota. Hello to Georgia in St. Louis, and hello to Danny Lynn Jacko. I'd like to say happy belated birthday to Lily, who turned 12 on November 4th. Happy belated birthday to Isa from Dubai, who had a birthday on November 8th. Happy belated birthday to Abigail from Burlington, Ontario, who turned nine on November 18th. Happy birthday to Fred from Newcastle, New South Wales, Australia, who is turning six on November 21st. Happy birthday to Arabelle Imogen Bates from Leicester, United Kingdom, who is turning six on November 22nd. Happy birthday to Zuzu, who is turning eight on November 22nd. Happy birthday to Jack and Emma, who are twins, living in Wooster, who are turning six on November 24th. Happy birthday to Lakin from White Oak, Texas, who is turning nine on November 25th. And happy birthday to Renan, who is turning six on November 26th. Happy birthday to you all. I hope you have a wonderful day. This is a story about a new character named Sadira. She has been learning about artifacts and has just learned she is going to be able to go on an expedition to find some artifacts herself. Sadira is very excited and can't wait to get started. She heads home to pack and get the things she needs so that she can try and get what the teacher has asked for before Ozell, her competition, does. Sadira knows exactly where she is going to go to look for artifacts. Earth. Sadira visits Prince Edward Island. Sadira was staring out the large, oval-shaped window at the planet below, wishing that she could be with her mother, who was leading an expedition to one of the ancient settlements there. It would be more exciting than sitting here in class learning via this pad. All we have been doing this cycle is attending lectures and writing tests, she mumbled to herself. Sadira was already ahead in her studies, so she found all the sitting around boring. So, that wraps up this part of our lectures on this topic. Now, let's talk about what the final assignment is going to look like, Teacher Alera said to the group. Upon hearing the word assignment, Sadira woke from her daydream 
and started paying more attention. Since we have spent these past cycles talking about various different cultures, peoples, and regions of the Milky Way, I thought it prudent to have a more practical assignment. We can escape from theory and our screens to have a more hands-on learning experience. And since this is so experimental, let's make it have the most weighting in terms of your adjudication this cycle, Alara said, with a level of excitement only it could bring. Sadira was quite alert now. Her scores were already near the highest in Galaxian anthropological studies, but any chance to improve her standing always garnered her attention. Glad to see you are now paying attention, Sadira. This assignment might suit you, Alara said. The group looked at Sadira, causing her face to turn green with embarrassment. The assignment is quite simple. You must travel to a planet of your choice and collect some artifacts that you feel represent the planet or the planet's culture the most. Then you must come before our group and share with us what you found. Of course, all no-interference protocols must be observed. You must leave the planet and its creatures undisturbed. Raising a tentacle, Ozell asked, are we responsible for our own transportation? Good question. I've sent all the information about the assignment to your screens, including how you can book an intergalactic pod to take you to the destination of your choosing. One piece of advice. Don't pick a planet too far from us. I would like to see you back here within the next couple of cycles. So, if there aren't any more questions, let's meet back here after you have collected your artifacts. Happy travels, and may your days be filled with peace. May your days be filled with peace, the class responded. Sadira quickly walked past her arch-rival Ozell and headed toward the habitat that contained their home. There weren't many others walking the corridors of the station that orbited the planet below, so she was able to make good time. This despite some of the plants that grew on the ceilings and walls, used to help keep the air clean, would sometimes reach out and try to grab her long green hair. Plants on the space station had enough intelligence to try to tease her at every chance. After her quick 15-minute walk, she arrived home and immediately set to packing her bag. Hey, home, send a message to father, she said. Fire away, the home intelligence replied. I'm off on a school assignment. Should return in a cycle. Love you. Message sent. Shall I create some food for you to take with you? Yes, thank you. Her bag packed, Sadira left her home and walked along the plant line corridors towards her pod. She knew exactly where she was going to go for her assignment, as she had been reading about this planet since she was young. She was headed to Earth. 
The pod opened when she arrived and she sat in the comfy chair that adjusted to suit her size. She entered the planet that she wanted to travel to and the pod slowly and carefully left the station. Once the pod started to pick up speed, the light that Sadira saw outside the window started to bend and zoom past her as they reached a speed that would allow her to arrive at her destination in under 15 minutes. She was determined to do better than her rival, Ozell, who she always traded places with for the highest scores. This required that she find the most interesting and valuable artifacts. Though Sadira would like to spend more time on the planet, speed was also very important. She wanted to collect her artifacts and return back to the station as quickly as possible so she could impress Alara. She also wanted to impress her mother, who had a reputation for being one of the best anthropologists of her generation. We have arrived at Earth. Please pick a landing coordinate, Sadira's pod informed her. Bringing up a physical display of the planet, Sadira rotated the planet display until a small, crescent-shaped island came into view. Here, she replied to her pod, as her finger pointed to the location she selected. The pod landed in a small park outside the largest settlement on a place that is called Prince Edward Island. Though evolved in a completely different environment, Sadira looked human. She was short and stout and had long green hair and green eyes. She could fit right in with many she might meet while she explored this location, except that her skin was a shade of green. To change the color of her skin, she took a drink of liquid that would allow her skin color to more closely match one of the many ranges that are found on Earth. Sadira exited her pod, which then camouflaged itself so that it was invisible to human eyes, and started walking down the tree-lined road that she assumed was called a park. Feeling a bit of a chill, she asked her clothes to increase her temperature a few degrees, to which they happily complied with a chirp. Clothes, plants, pods, and the station itself all had intelligence where Sadira lived. She walked down the end of the narrow road until she came to a body of water and decided to follow the path until she came upon an area where the local inhabitants were congregating. Sadira wore a device in her eyes that recorded her experiences, but also gave her directions to where she needed to be. The air here is clean enough, she thought to herself. Not as clean as on the station, but I like the unique smells of the plant life. Then, what her device told her was a motor vehicle zoomed past, leaving an awful smell behind, 
Sadira coughed, and her clothes automatically covered her mouth. Yuck, she said out loud. In the distance, she saw what looked like what might be an elder of the local inhabitants, so she thought she might ask for some guidance. Um, hello? Might you direct me to where I might find some artifacts? Sadira asked. Artifacts? The elderly man asked, looking somewhat confused. You must be visiting from away. If you are looking for some tasty, um, artifacts, you might try going to cows over there, he said, pointing to a place not too far from where they were standing. My grandchildren always love going there when they visit, and I like taking them because then I have an excuse to have a treat, he said with a smile. Cows? There are cows here? Sadira asked. It's an ice cream shop, dear. It's on the corner over there. You can't miss it, as there is always a lineup. Thank you, elder person, Sadira said, bowing her head. A respectful movement she was taught was enjoyed by the elders on this planet. We certainly are getting some visits from tourists from far away from here these days, the elderly man said to himself as he walked away, leaving Sadira to find her way to the ice cream shop. Sadira walked for about 10 minutes in the direction that she was told to go, watching carefully not to get too close to the transportation that the locals used. They were so stinky. And they would often make large noises, like a horn, whenever she walked out in front of them. She saw a lineup of people, and not knowing what else to do, Sadira joined them. Seeing a smaller version of the elder she just met, she decided to ask a question. Young person, could you tell me what this line is for? Is this for what is called cows? Yes, the little young person said, pointing to the sign above the door that Sadira's translator said, red cows. I am taking my stinky little brother for a treat so that my mommy and daddy can look at that boring clothing store. I see, so I am in the right place then. Are there any cows inside? And what kind of artifacts might I find there? There are no cows inside, silly. This is an ice cream shop, the little girl said laughing. And artifacts? There is no art here, or facts, I think. But there are some t-shirts and stuff like that. Oh, ice cream. That is really interesting. So, cows on this planet have ice cream coming out of their udders? And they are inside the store right now making it fresh for us to try? You really are silly. You will just have to wait and see, I guess. I really like your hair. I want to have green hair too, but my mother says I am too young and that I have to wait until I am in high school but I think that by then, it will be too late. Anyway, it's my turn. Have fun choosing a treat, the young girl said as she walked into the shop. A short moment later, Sadira went into the ice cream shop. Welcome to Cows. Can I take your order, please? I have no orders for you, young person. That would be rude, 
Sadira replied. What ice cream would you like? The young person said, rephrasing her speech. Is it fresh and unique? Our ice cream is utterly fantastic, she said. My favorite is the caramel mucciato. Would you like to try that? Okay, I would like to try that, Sadira replied. Sadira was then instructed to go pay for her ice cream, which she didn't really understand, but luckily her clothes did. So when she waved her hand in the air, money was transferred into the cash register. Here is your ice cream, another young person said, handing her the artifact. May I ask you a relevant question, Sadira asked. Yeah, sure, what's up? Are there proper care instructions for this? I have a long way to go and I don't want it to be damaged. The server looked at Sadira like she came from another planet and said, well, I usually eat it quickly because on a warm day like this, it melts. We don't sell containers of ice cream here, but if you go to our factory, they might sell you some. Eat, melt. Oh no, Sadira thought. This is not what I expected. I need an artifact that I can take back to show the rest of the group, and this just won't do. I need to find something else quickly. As she was walking with her bowl of ice cream, Sadira was a bit anxious that she had been on Earth for one hour already and still hadn't found something to take back to the station. Then she cautiously took one bite of the ice cream and said out loud, Wow, this does taste utterly fantastic. At which all the inhabitants around her smiled. And that's the end of this part. Good night. Sleep tight.